You are listening to Feeling Good, a podcast for dentists. I'm Dr. Laura Mock, the life coach for busy dentists. This podcast explores how to feel better in all aspects of our lives so that we can be our best leaders. If you have been feeling stressed about being the owner of your practice and you want to change what you are getting at work and in your personal life, you are in the right place. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of my podcast. I'm Dr. Laura Mock, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Just a couple of items of business before we get started. If you are listening to this in your car or on a walk, I just want to let you know this is one of those episodes that's taken well by video. So you don't have to stop listening, but if you're, if you're hearing it and you're like, I'm losing her, turn it off and come back when you can watch it on the video. Um, and the other thing is I have some news for you guys. Um, if, if you listened to the last episode, you might've heard, I am having several people finish their one-on-one coaching program with me this month. And so what I've decided to do is to end the year with a bang. I have decided to take my three month coaching program and slash the price of it so that it's like the price of a two-month coaching program, but you have to apply to be in my program before the end of October if you want to do that. An application includes a one-on-one conversation with me. So if you have been thinking, this I, I want something better for my practice, or this lady really knows what she's talking about, maybe she's got some things to help me, which I do, um, go to my website. And um, I'll give you some more instructions for that at the end of this podcast. I don't want to spend a bunch of time on it right now, but I just want to let you know if you've been on the fence before, now would be a very smart time to jump on an application call with me and we'll see how we do. See if we're a good fit. Okay. I just named this episode and I think it's so clever. So the name of our episode is This one episode can radically improve your ability to make money. So we're going to talk, ladies, today about how to make it rain in your dental practice. And I can tell you that if you listen and you you apply these skills, you will make more money starting tomorrow. As soon as you go back to your office, it's magical how it works. So stick with me if you want to make more money, okay? Um, the first thing that I want to do before I teach you exactly how to make more money is I need to review with you sort of the basics of, um, how we get results in our lives. Okay. So now I'm getting out my easel and I'm going to just review with you the components of what I call the model. Okay. So we have all day long, our eyes and our ears and our sensory organs are taking in data. Right, so we see things, I see blue sky outside, I know it's blue, I know it's the sky, I know it's sunny, I know all these things because my, um, my eyes take in the data and then my brain processes it, okay? So the circums- uh, circumstance is the beginning of the model and it's basically the things that are happening around us. And a proper circumstance is neutral, so I could say, Oh, 
it's sunny outside, but I couldn't say it's nice outside because that's subjective, right? And that's important because as we go through here, you'll see. So that's a circumstance, okay? The circumstances lead to thoughts in our minds. So my thought is, oh, it's sunny outside or even it's nice outside. I want to go outside. Those are thoughts. It's just our brain's interpretation of, of the circumstance, right? Our brains are going through this all day long. It happens automatically. We have 60,000 thoughts a day. And then our thoughts lead to emotions. So every emotion that we have originates with a thought. And an emotion is basically your body's physical reaction to the thought. We don't think about it as physical reaction because we learned about our feelings when we were like two or three and we learned to interpret our physical sensations as emotions as the adults around us taught us what we were feeling. For example, if we were two and we dropped our ice cream cone and we started to cry, then our parent might say, oh, I can see that you're sad. And then we would know whatever feeling that was we were feeling, it was sadness. Okay, we're, we can label those emotions because we're humans. Um, animals have emotions too. Uh, if you have a dog or a cat, you know what I'm talking about, okay? And then the results, oh, sorry, I skipped one. <laughs> so our emotions drive us to take action. Uh, um, so whatever we're feeling drives us to do something about the feeling, okay? And then if we accumulate all of our actions together, kind of add them up, then we get the results in our lives. And this is a universal truth that we can use for anything in our lives. And I'll give you an example. Okay, so my next, I'm calling it a slide, even though it's just my old fashioned ego here. So this is an example of um, using the model to describe something, okay? So let's say you're at a <clears throat> your sister's baby shower. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> now that I'm talking, my allergies are, yeah. Actually, let me just, I'm gonna pause this. I'll be right back, guys. And I'm back. I spent yesterday, this is so Iowa, I spent yesterday picking corn out of my garden and I think the allergies are kind of yeah, getting to me a little bit. Well, I'm growing my own popcorn. It's the first time I've ever done it. I'll let you know how it goes later. All right, just had a drink of warm water and I'm back. So I like this example uh, that I'm going to tell you because it really illustrates so that this system of emotions, actions, results is really set up by evolution. And I'll show you how this works. So you're at a baby shower. It's your sister's baby shower. She just had a baby. She's going to open her presents. So she puts the baby in your arms, okay? And you're like, ooh, I love this baby, right? And I'm just going to work through how that happens with the model, okay? So the circumstance is just exactly what happened in a neutral um, description. So the sister places the baby in your arms. That's it, okay? And then you have a thought about that. You can have lots of different thoughts, but this is the one I chose. I wanna take care of this baby. And that thought creates a feeling of nurturing love for you, okay? And then of course, because you're feeling nurturing love, you're gonna cradle and protect the baby. You're gonna smile at it. 
supporter head, coo, and maybe rock. And then um, the result is that you take care of the baby. And this works great for evolution, right? If we have these loving feelings towards the babies we make, then we take care of them and they grow up and are able to reproduce for their own circum or their own sake. So that is just a sort of a basic example of how the model works. And now let's make one that we can use that's in our dental practices. That's what we're talking about today is our dental practices, right? So let's pretend that your front desk person is putting in insurance checks for the day and she finds one where the EOB describes a really big write-off. Like, let's say it was $350 um, for some class twos that you worked really hard on. Raise your hand if you worked so hard on your class twos and then you see how much you get back and you're like, oh, that was so much work, it took me hours. Anyway, so your front desk person walks up to you and she says, uh, I know you told me to tell you if there's any really bad write-ups. Well, here's one right here. And she shows you, okay? Um, so this is what I have for this model, okay? So the, the front desk person walked up to you and she said, there's a write-off of $350. You can be real specific, but no superlatives or descriptive words in the circumstance line, okay? And then this is what I would think when I would see an EOB like that. I worked so hard. I am a slave to this insurance company. Okay. And that thought would make me feel victimized. Like I'm working so hard at this and now I just feel like everybody's taking advantage of me. I'm victimized. But the thing is that if we're feeling victimized, how are we going to act? Are we going to be empowered? No. If we're feeling victimized, this is what I would do. <clears throat> I might sulk or eat a cupcake or complain to my office manager. I'm not doing anything proactive. I'm not calling the insurance company or making plans to free myself of that contract. And so, so the action results in that I am a slave to the insurance company because I'm still doing what they want and not what I want. And I didn't change anything. So this circumstance is neutral, but my thought, my belief that I'm a slave to the insurance company, I made it come true. Do you see my point here? All right. So what I want you to understand right now, let me just go to the next one here. And I'm gonna stand in front of it for a minute. I want you to understand that our businesses are a manifestation of our thoughts, okay? Well, this is because our businesses are an accumulation of all the actions that we take. So we do a, we drill a tooth, we lead our team, we have a huddle, um, we write checks, we call our insurance company. All those things are actions and they all add up to our business, okay? and. What, the reason that I want you to see this is because the actions that we take don't start with a to-do list. They start with what we're thinking because what we're thinking creates feelings, okay? So I just have this drip, um, drawn out here. Our thinking creates our feelings, 
creates all the actions. I have action plus action plus action here equals our practice. And in addition or included in our practice is the revenue that we make. So the amount of money that we bring in is a direct result of all these actions that we take, which is a result of what we're thinking. Okay, so now we're really gonna get into the nitty gritty of how this one episode can make you make more money if you want it to. All right. Doo -doo -doo. One more big flip. Well, this is a concept that I just learned from Brooke Castillo, um, the person who taught me how to be a coach, and I learned it from her this week, okay? Super important. All the money that your dental office brings in can be summed up in an extremely simple equation. And that equation is, you take the number of suggestions of treatment that you make, and I'm gonna call that today, I'm gonna call those offers. So for example, hey, Mrs. Jones, do you wanna see what it would look like if you got Invisalign on your teeth? That's an offer, okay? Or I suggest that you come back and get your teeth cleaned again in six months. Also an offer, okay? So if I add up the value of all of those offers, and then I subtract everybody who said no thanks, what I get is the amount of money that you made in your practice in a month or a year or a decade. It's really, really this simple, okay? Now I want you to think about what an offer is. If I'm saying, hey, Mrs. Jones, do you wanna see what your teeth would look like with um, Invisalign? That is an action. Making offers to your patients is actions. And that's really important because we know where our actions are driven from. They're driven from our feelings. So let me just give you some examples, okay? This is kind of fun. So you've got a busy day. Okay, you got three hygienists going and somebody used up all of their appointment time just to get numb. We had 45 minutes to do a DO on 19 and at minute 44, they finally said, oh, yep, lip feels fat. I think I'm ready to go. So you're doing a check person across the hall is still waiting. You haven't even started that MO yet because they're not numb. And you see a patient and they've got a narrow palate, abfractions. You know that you could help her with some Invisalign. But are you going to offer it to her right now? It depends on how you are feeling. And let's look at some thoughts that you that might be running through your head. I know I've had all of these thoughts run through my head a time or two, okay? So how about this? Well, she's not gonna say yes because it costs too much. How are you going to feel if you're thinking that? I put down that I would feel afraid and I would be, what I would be afraid of is being rejected. And that's a really big one that stops us from making money in dentistry, just so you know. And I, and me included, just, I, I am a victim of this system as well. Okay, here's the next thought. I do not have time to explain this to Mrs. Jones right now. And when I think that, what I feel is hopeless. And if I don't have hope, then um, I'm certainly not gonna be trying to improve my practice. 
I can't, I, if I don't believe that I can sell what I do, I'm hopeless. And so I'm not going to try to sell. Okay. Here's another one. Why hasn't my hygienist already suggested Invisalign to this patient? <laughs> and that creates a feeling of what? Like resentment or frustration? Also not a money-making feeling. <laughs> um, how about this one? Well, I'm not really that good at Invisalign anyway. I'm not that good of a dentist. And that for me would create shame. And when I'm feeling shameful, I'm not super excited to be anybody's dentist and, and give services to them. And let me just point out that you don't get to include, how do I say this? All those times that you didn't even make an offer is not a part of the calculation of offers minus no's equals money because you didn't make an offer. So those automatic no's, they can never be yeses because you didn't even ask, okay? And that's important because we're talking about making money here, right? So let's look at some other examples on the other end of the spectrum, okay? And I recognize that your brain is not automatically doing this for you, but keep in mind that with coaching, we can train your brain to be more helpful like these thoughts, okay? So here's an example. I know that I can make this look better. Now, when I think that, I feel confident. And when I feel confident, I'm excited to share my dentistry skills with my patients. Oh my gosh, they're so lucky that I can help them. They don't even have to go to the orthodontist for this. This is a simple thing for them. It's not complicated. I can um, widen their palate a little bit with the Invisalign and then their tongue will have more space, blah, 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 okay? I can make this work better for the patient. How about this thought? Well, she's better off doing it with me than with Smile Direct Club, which is also true because you can guarantee if they do it with Smile Direct Club, something's gonna get messed up. You know, I was talking to somebody um, who did Smile Direct Club and her tray stopped fitting, so she started cutting her trays in half <laughs> in order to finish the set. So she's like, well, I'm almost done, but I'm like, but you're cutting your trays in half, so I don't think you're actually getting to the result that you want. But, so this is something that's believable for me. I know my patients are better off with me than with Smile Direct Club, and that creates a feeling of confidence too. How about this? I'm good at this. It's not that hard to do Invisalign, right? As long as you're doing it, you're accepting your, your or picking your case acceptance, correct? No, ah, your case selection correctly, then it's not that hard. Um, and then here's one more thought. If I don't ask, then it's definitely a no. And that creates kind of a different feeling for me. That's kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling open. I'm feeling more willing to just give this a try because what have I got to lose? They're saying no if I don't ask. It's kind of a bravery, maybe courage or something like that. And then this is my favorite one that I came up with. The services that I provide are valuable and I believe that and I believe it for each of you now if you guys don't quite believe that I can give you a pep talk just give me a call and we'll go through the reasons why what you do are valuable and when I feel when I think that thought what I feel is pride pride in myself that I learned how to do all these things 
pride that I get up every day and take the very best care of my patients. And when I'm feeling proud, I am much more apt to make the offers so that I can make more money. Okay, now I can promise you that if you make more offers, you will make more money, but you will also get more no's. You don't know which people are gonna say no and which people are gonna say yes, but you have to be ready to get rejection sometimes. And I want you to think of rejection that feeling of rejection as something that you want to welcome. You want to bring on that feeling of rejection because you know that it is the price that you're paying in order to get where you're trying to go. It's like your currency, okay? Like, oh, here comes that rejection. No problem. I'm ready for rejection. Bring it on. The reason that we want to bring on the rejection is because the more no's we get, the more money we're going to make because it means we're making more offers, okay? So rejection is the currency that we are paying in order to get to the yeses, to the money, money thing, okay? So in summary, if you want to make more money in your dental practice, you are going to start with what you're thinking. You're going to start with what you're thinking about the services that you wanna provide more of. And if you want to learn how to train your brain to think those thoughts more than the other thoughts, cause it's not automatic, it's not hard, but it's not automatic, then I can help you. And this is what I do in my leadership program. It's an individualized one-on-one -on -one program where we look at your goals, we look at what your brain's been doing, and we retrain your brain to do what we want it to do in order to get where you want to go. So like if your practice isn't making as much as you'd like, or it's making plenty of money and you're plenty busy, but you're actually not having fun anymore, or your team is driving you crazy, or you don't feel empowered to make the changes that you want. These are things that we address in my leadership coaching program. And if you feel like now is a good time for you to do this, then all you have to do is go to my website. It's the lifecoachforbusydentist.com. If you can't find it, you can, I will, you know what? I'll put it a link in the notes. Okay. So go to the podcast show notes or my website, or you can reach out to me on Facebook, Laura Mock. And on my website, there is a electronic calendar. So you just make the appointment and then you have to tell me a little bit about yourself and that will start the application process. I can tell you that the people who have done my program, it has been the best money that they have ever invested in themselves and their practice. And it's because they get to use the tools that I teach them to change anything that they want in, um, in their life or their practice, whatever they want, they're, they're much more empowered to make those changes once they're done. So thank you all for listening today. It's been a pleasure. And next time, maybe I can let you know how that popcorn is doing. Hope everyone's doing well with their practices, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Feeling Good, a podcast for dentists. To download my free workbook on how better leadership starts with your feelings, go to my website, thelifecoachforbusydentist.com, and click on Get Free Help.